welcome to week 23 of the PBWF, the Pie Bomb Wrestling Federation, presented by the Pie Bomb Wrestling Podcast. I am Chris Belcher, your phenomenal host. Joining me as always is Mr. Andy York, the leader of the Mayhem brand. Andy, we are, we, we've been saying it a lot recently that we're coming down to the wire, but we really are coming down to the wire. This is it. Like, this is the go home to the go home. Right. Which is crazy that we're already here. And, uh, I realized as I was writing the show, I was like, oh yeah, I can, oh wait, no, I can't really set that. Like I can, but I can't at the same time set this up for the future. I have to tread very carefully. You know, I was going to book this. I was going to ask you that a full peek behind the curtain, by the way, if you haven't uh, been with us recently, we've got 22 other weeks of this yeah. plus five pay-per-views. Go back and check it out. We've been doing this for almost six months now. Yeah. Lots of stories to build, yada, yada, yada. <laughs> but I was going to ask you, because I thought, too, is like, I'm not really building anything to season two, but we really can't because, right. like, we could build for the guys that we have decided we're going to keep and protect. Right. But that's it. Right. Yeah. I, I have no idea. Like, I have, for the people I've protected... I know somewhat of what I'm going to do. Yep, me too. But even then, I'm like, I have to get the right people for this to still make sense mm-hmm. or find people that like are a suitable replacement. So yeah, it's going to be very interesting to see what takes place over the next like four weeks. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure it is. So we've got week 23 this week, week 24 yep. next week, and then it is the final pay-per-view of season one. And then just so you guys are aware, so that's going to be the next two weeks. The week after that, uh, we are going to do a season one recap show. Uh, we're going to give you a peek behind the curtain as to maybe some booking decisions, what went into those strategies, yada, yada, yada. Then we're going to take a couple of weeks off and we're going to come back with the draft for season two. And then we are off to the races in season two. Yep. So not a long break, uh, just to give our brains a little bit of time to reset, but not too much. Yeah. I feel like once, cause I'm like right now, I'm like, I don't know how I'm going to do season two, but I think once we get like a different roster, we'll yep. be like, okay, this, like these storylines will start to come together a little bit better. So it's going to be a lot of fun. It is. It's going to be a lot of fun for sure. Um, again, if you are just now joining us on this journey, make sure you subscribe on this feed. Uh, we're available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, all of those places. So subscribe. Uh, give us a five-star review. We'd appreciate it. Follow us at PBW Podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. All right. Week 23, the Mayhem brand is up first. I'll try to sound like I'm not dying this week. Uh, well, you know, I, I've got the same problem. <laughs> so we'll do our best to hit our mute button here. And uh, yep. uh, we'll, 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 we'll give it a shot here. <laughs> All right. Mayhem Brand is up first. 30 minutes on the clock whenever you are ready. <laughs> the crack in the system. They paint me a villain. I'm back with a vengeance like I'm a god. I can't be defeated. I am the reason. I am the source. I got a legion. The battle is mine. Do one to believe in. Break down the walls. Open the doors. It's hunting season. This is what I am. I'm causing mayhem. Heaven to hell. Freedom of jail. I will prevail. Wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. There's a commotion in the crowd. There, the the crowd is in an uproar. We cut back to the ring. It's it's Adam Cole and the Undisputed Era are in the middle of the ring. The place is going crazy. Adam Cole has a microphone in his hand. And he says, "Who's ready for story time with Adam Cole, baby?" And the boy and boys and girls, this story is real good. You see, it's about a has been. A has-been who is trying to stay as relevant as he can while playing with his little club, which happens to include two incompetent idiots. Now, these three thought they could get the upper hand on me. They thought they could jump me from behind last week, but little did they know that I would get my revenge very soon. But come on, AJ. You tried your best last week. And all of a sudden, the Titantron shows AJ Styles and the Good Brothers making their way to the ring. Um, they emerge on the ramp with security and regal in between them. Adam Cole says, Oh, look who it is, boys. It's the village idiots. You aren't so scary standing in front of us. Are you, you three are pathetic. Now out of respect for Mr. Regal, we will walk out of this arena right now, but consider this a warning. Stay in your lane, boys. Otherwise we will have to take care of business. And that is undisputed. 
and the Undisputed Era jump down from the ring and slowly exit through the crowd while AJ Styles and the Good Brothers are trying to get to him, and they are yelling back and forth at each other. And we finally cut to commentary when Michael Cole says, well... We are off to uh, an explosive start here on Mayhem tonight, but the fun is just beginning. My name is Michael Cole, joined by Pat McAfee, and tonight both our men and women's world champions will team up to take on the team of Jay White and Ruby Soho. Plus, we will hear from Malachi Black and the House of Black. But coming up next, Adam Hangman Page will be going one-on-one with John Cena. And we cut to Gorilla, and we see AJ Styles and the Good Brothers are yelling, and Regal is in between them yelling at him, and he says, or AJ says, Regal, you can't let them come in here and, and not let us take care of them. Regal says, AJ, they wouldn't have been here if you didn't put your nose in their business last week. This is all on you. But I do have good news for you boys. You see, tonight, the Good Brothers will face the New Day for the number one contendership for the Mayhem Tag Team Championships, where the winners will face the Young Bucks at the end of the line. So go get ready because your match is tonight's main event. And they walk away and Regal is just staring at them, shaking his head as we cut to commercial break. There's my boys. We come back from commercial break. <coughs> and here comes Adam Hangman Page ready to take on John Cena. A match that a couple years ago nobody would have really thought about, but right now is kind of a dream match to see these two get in the ring together. Paige gets in the ring. And here comes the 16-time world champion, John Cena, who is looking to have a tune-up match before he faces Kenny Omega next week. At Fight for Glory, Cena slides in the ring, bounces off the ropes, throws his hat in the crowd, throws his shirt in the crowd. He's ready to go. The bell rings, and Cena and Paige shake hands in the middle of the ring. Uh, Paige gets Cena in a, in a rest hold, shoots him off the ropes, takes him down with a shoulder tackle. Paige motions for Cena to get up. The two men look up, uh, lock up again. This time, Cena gets the advantage, shoots Paige off the ropes, but Paige is too strong and takes Cena down with a shoulder tackle again. Cena is starting to get a little frustrated. They lock up for a third time. Paige gets the advantage again, shoots Cena off the ropes, but this time Cena catches Paige in midair, goes for the AA, but Paige lands on his feet and takes Cena out with an enziguri, sending Cena to the floor. Paige hops over the top rope, climbs to the top rope, um, and takes Cena out with a moonsault to the floor. He grabs Cena, rolls him back into the ring. He goes for the buckshot, but Cena once again catches him with the AA position, but Paige escapes, lifts Cena up, and hits the dead eye. Um, covers him one, two, Cena kicks out. Cena is able to roll out of the ring. Paige shoots off the ropes, though, and hits a huge suicide dive, taking Cena out, flying into the barricade. Adam Page is on the attack early here. Uh, he pulls, uh, Page throws Cena into the steel steps. The steel steps break apart. He pulls over the bottom step. He lifts Cena up for the dead eye on the step. But Cena breaks out of it and plants Paige with an AA on the steel step. Can either man get back in this match as we cut to commercial break? Uh, we come back from commercial break and Cena and Paige are in the middle of the ring. They are trading shots, throwing hands um, before they just start hockey fighting in the middle of the ring. Paige shoves Cena, who returns with a clothesline rocking Paige. Um, but Paige bounces off the ropes and is into the, gets caught up into an AA position but he is able to reverse it, roll Cena up, one, two, Cena kicks out. Page goes for a big boot, but Cena sidesteps it, sending Page flying over the top rope and to the apron. Cena goes to knock him off, but Page hits him with a forearm, staggering Cena. He goes for the buckshot lariat, but Cena catches him, plants him with the AA, rolls through, hits him with a second AA, covers him, one, two, three. John Cena picks up the win here tonight, getting ready for his match with Kenny Omega, but you got to give Page credit. Page took the fight to Cena often and early. Um, Adam Page slowly pulls himself up before standing face-to-face -face with Cena. Cena extends his hand. Page accepts it, and Cena raises uh, Adam Page's hand in the middle of the ring. What a moment here tonight. And all of a sudden, Pat McAfee says, you know what, Michael Cole, I can't wait any longer. I've got something I need to say. And he throws his headset down. He jumps up onto the commentary table, grabs the microphone. Him and Cena lock eyes. He nods to Cena. Cena says, the floor is yours. Bells from the ring. And Pat McAfee says, <clears throat> everyone saw what happened to me last week. 
Carmella and Corey Graves sticking their nose where it doesn't belong. You wanted my attention. You've got it. But be careful what you wish for. Because now I'm looking for revenge. And I just made a little phone call before Mayhem started. And well, how about I make a little trip to Revolution this week and take care of some business? So I'll see you two losers real soon as we cut to commercial break. Bring it on, Pat. <laughs> we come back from commercial break and we cut to commentary. Um, and Michael Gold says, welcome back to Mayhem. And we have a medical update on Chris Jericho, who was brutally attacked last week by Kevin Owens. Jericho has suffered several broken ribs as well as damage on his spine. Uh, we haven't been able to confirm if he will be able to go at the end of the line or not, but we will hopefully have more on the situation next week. And we cut backstage and we see Kevin Owens walking out of William Regal's office. Um, when Renee Young catches up to him and uh, walks up to him and says, Kevin, what were you thinking last week uh, attacking Chris Jericho like that? And uh, Kevin Owens says, Renee, has no one been paying attention to anything the last couple of years? This is what I do. And I will do whatever it takes to get the advantage especially when it comes to ending the career of Chris Jericho. So if he wants to show up at the, at the end of the line, then, well, there will be uh, more, of, more of this waiting for him. But I can promise you one thing. Whether I win or lose, Chris Jericho will either be leaving in an ambulance or in a hearse when I'm done with him. Now, if you excuse me, Mr. Regal just informed me that I have a match tonight with a mysterious opponent, so I need to go prepare as we cut back to the ring. And here comes J.Y. and Ruby Soho for this mixed tag team action here tonight. And the rules here in Mayhem are a little different than most other places where you have mixed tag team matches because it doesn't matter who's in the ring. They are legal and ready for a fight. Ruby Soho and Becky Lynch signed off on that. They don't want any... Uh, advantages in this match. They want to have a straight-up fight with whoever's in the ring. Ruby Soho and Jay White get into the ring. Hmm. Just imagining Moxley and Ruby right now. And Moxley is walking out to the ring from the crowd like he always does, but he, he stops halfway and he points back to the entranceway which he just came out of in the crowd. And the man emerges, fist bumps John Moxley, and the two make a very quick walk to the ring. They are ready for this. Uh, they toss their titles to Justin Roberts, slide into the ring, and all of a sudden, both teams are just brawling all over the place. They are throwing hands. Um, Becky Lynch clotheslines Ruby Soho out of the ring and follows after. Moxley and Jay White are in the ring. The referee rings the bell. Moxley and White are legal to start this match off. And immediately, Moxley just takes Jay White down and begins to ground and pound on Jay. Um, Ruby slides into the ring and shoves Moxley, but then all of a sudden, Becky is in behind her and hits a drop kick, knocking Ruby out of the ring. Jay White is up and goes for a clothesline on Moxley, but he dodges, and White eats another drop kick from Becky Lynch, followed by a lariat from John Moxley. Um, Jay White rolls out of the ring. He's with Ruby Soho on the side, but all of a sudden in the ring, Mox and Becky kind of shrug their shoulders at one another, shoot off the ropes and hit two huge suicide dives, taking out Jay White and Ruby Soho. Moxley rolls Jay, rolls Jay back in the ring. He slowly climbs to the top rope. Uh, somehow, though, Jay White is able to block the referee as Ruby Soho climbs up and low blows John Moxley before sliding in front of him and hitting a Hurricane Rana off the top rope. Becky gets in the ring, but Jay White hits her with a clothesline. Can the champs get control again as we cut to commercial break? We come back from commercial break, and Jay White and Becky are illegal in this match. Um, White is being very cocky and is walking around the ring as he is just kind of taking his time against Becky Lynch. He goes to Irish whip her in the corner, but Becky reverses it and hits a hurricane Rana on Jay White. Um, she is slowly crawling to the corner, makes the tag, and finally tags in Moxley. Jay White is trying to tag in Ruby, but Ruby realizes who's in the ring now, and she bails from the apron. Jay White turns around, though, and gets his head taken off with a clothesline. Uh, he goes to the front and pulls White up, and he drills him with a pile driver, covers him one, two. Ruby pulls the referee, though, out of the ring before he can hit the three. Becky comes flying in from behind her, though, and takes her out with a clothesline. 
Ruby jumps the barricade and Becky is chasing after her. While in the ring, Moxley goes to pull Jay White up but, uh, for the paradigm shift, but White reverses it and hits the Blade Runner. Covers John Moxley one, two. Moxley kicks out the last second. Jay White cannot believe it. He goes for the Blade Runner again, but this time Moxley reverses it into a paradigm shift. He holds on. He rolls through. He hits a second paradigm shift. Covers him one, two, three. Moxley gets the win, but immediately Finn Balor slides into the ring and just begins to attack John Moxley. Um, Jay White finally pulls himself up, and they just begin to put the boots to Mox. Whiteley rolls out of the ring, grabs two steel chairs, he gives one to Finn Balor, who places the chair on Moxley's ankle, while Jay White takes the other chair and just begins to beat Moxley with the chair. Balor climbs to the top rope, and he hits the coup de gras on the steel chair, basically snapping the leg or snapping the ankle of John Moxley. Moxley is rolling around in pain, grabbing his ankle. Medical personnel finally gets to the ring to check on him. Regal and security are dragging John, or Finn Balor and Jay White away. This is absolutely mayhem. Will John Moxley be able to fight at the end of the line pay-per-view after what Finn Balor just did to him? Um, as we cut backstage, we see Samoa Joe walking through catering. Remember last week, he had that brutal attack on Wardlow. When all of a sudden, he is standing face-to-face and nose to big nose to big nose with none other than Triple H. <laughs> And uh, Triple H says, look, Joe, I'm sorry for what I did, but I need you now. Please face Seth at the end of the line. I know you are the only one that can beat him. And Joe just looks at him and says, figure it out yourself. And he goes to walk away, but Triple H puts his hand on his chest and says, you know, normally that would set me off. But I think your hands will be kind of busy right now. And from behind, Wardlow comes running through, attacking Samoa Joe, sending him flying into the catering buffet area. Wardlow is beating on Joe, sends him flying face first into the wall. He kicks him in the gut and power bombs him through the table. Finally, security has bailed from getting Finn Balor and Jay White away. They have run back to catering to stop Samoa Joe and Wardlow. We need more security in this building. We need security everywhere. We have to take a commercial break. Jeez. We, uh, we come back from commercial break and we instantly fade directly into a video from none other than Malachi Black. And Malachi Black kind of appears from the darkness in this video and he says, what happened to you, brother? Where did you go wrong? You had the whole world in your hands, but then you just let go. You got weak, soft, vulnerable, pathetic. Bray, we gave you the world. <laughs> we gave you a beast and you did nothing with it. But you want the people's forgiveness? You want the people's love? What about us, Bray? What about the ones who have sacrificed the last five months to help you? For what? You just let us go? Well, you are going to regret that decision. You are going to regret making us your friends. Because it's it's going to be official. Bray Wyatt versus Malachi Black at the end of the line. Because Bray, it's going to be the end for one of us. As we cut back to the ring. Hmm. And Kevin Owens emerges as the booze are raining down after what he did to Chris Jericho last week he is making his way to the ring he has a match tonight this not on this was not on our our card until mr regal made it official but kevin owen slides into the ring and he's kind of motioning for whoever to come and face him and kevin owen's face just kind of drops we know this music. <laughs> Haven't heard it in a long time, but Batista is here on Mayhem, and he's here to cause Mayhem, taking out Kevin Owens. This is going to be a nasty match for Kevin Owens before the end of the line as we wait for the pyro. There it is. Batista makes his way 
to the ring. And he gets into the ring and the bell rings and instantly Kevin Owens bails from the ring. He's he's Batista is, is calling for him to get back in the ring, but Kevin Owens is walking back up the ramp saying, I don't need this. I don't need this match. Whatever. All of a sudden, Batista bails from the ring and chases Kevin Owens down. He takes him out with a clothesline before grabbing him and carrying him back to the ring. He throws him back in the ring, um, but as Batista is getting in the ring, Kevin Owens kicks the middle rope, uh, rocking Batista. Um, Kevin Owens shoots off the ropes, but gets caught with a huge spine buster, though, from Batista. Kevin Owens finally rolls out of the ring. Batista is in full control as we cut to commercial break. We come back from commercial break, and Batista is in full control still. He goes for a powerbomb, but Kevin Owens is able to rake the eyes um, while the referee isn't looking. He tries to clothesline him, but Batista isn't moving. He goes for another one, but Batista is just firing up. Uh, KO shoots off the ropes again, but gets caught with a spear this time. Batista goes for a powerbomb again, but Kevin Owens escapes and kicks him in the gut uh, and lifts him up and somehow manages to hit the package pile driver, covers Batista one Two, Batista kicks out. Kevin Owens goes for the stunner, but Batista blocks it and somehow hits a dragon sleeper suplex on him. He goes for the powerbomb a third time, but Kevin Owens uses his momentum um, to send Batista flying into the referee, crushing him against the corner, but Batista is able to still hit Kevin Owens with the powerbomb. He goes for the cover, but the referee can't make the count. The referee is down. Batista goes to wake up the referee, but from behind, Kevin Owens low blows Batista. He turns him around. He low blows him a second time, kicks him in the gut, hits the stunner, covers him. The referee slowly pulls himself over. One, two, three. Kevin Owens gets the victory. He calls for the bell. Kevin Owens instantly bails from the ring, though, before Batista can do anything. The referee raises his hand on the rampway as Kevin Owens gets the huge win tonight, but he is worse for wear after that match. As we cut to commentary, um, they say next week is our final mayhem before the end of the line, which we have called Mayhem Fight for Glory. Next week is a pay-per-view worthy show. Swerve Strickland defends his Pure Wrestling Championship in a ladder match against six others. John Cena faces Kenny Omega, and we have breaking news. Next week, we will have two more matches as Samoa Joe and Wardlow will go one-on-one one more time in a last-man-standing match. And Becky Lynch will defend the Mayhem Women's World Championship against Ruby Soho. Mm. Plus, you never know what is going to happen on the final show before the end of the line. As we cut backstage... We see Batista furiously walking through the backstage area when all of a sudden, I don't know where he's face to face with Triple H. Triple H says, uh, rough night. Batista says, could be worse. It could be you. And Triple H says, look, <laughs> Dave, we've had our differences in the past, but I need you, buddy, one last time. Show up, break Seth, get paid, and go back to Hollywood. It's a deal you, you can't pass. Batista says, you know what, Hunter, you're right. And yet... I am. You forget about everything you've done to me. For once, you have to figure this out yourself. As Batista shoves past Hunter, who is absolutely furious as we cut to commercial break. We come back from commercial break, and we once again are with Triple H backstage, who is on the phone, and he says, Look, Sean, I know we haven't seen eye to eye recently, but come on, man. You, you You can't do this one favor for me? Sean, Sean, don't do it. Don't you dare hang up on... Idiot. (laughs) And Triple H is furious as we cut back to the ring. Michael Cole says, we have a a, a spot here on the card. We have no idea what is happening next. We just... we Let's find out together. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. The former Mayhem General Manager... Mick Foley is on his way to the ring. We have no idea what he wants, why he is here tonight. But Mick Foley is here, and he gets into the ring, and he starts off by saying, bang, bang. I know, I know. What a surprise to see Mick Foley back right here on Mayhem. And he gives the thumbs up, and he says, all right, enough with that. It is good to be back, but I wish I was here under better circumstances. But I'm here to send a warning to Finn Balor. I know you can handle your own, but you have no idea what you're getting yourself into. John Moxley isn't someone you should provoke like this. Just ask Paige. But you can't even imagine the kinds of painful, vicious actions he can come up with. 
you just aren't. And all of a sudden, Finn Balor's music, I don't have time to play the music. Finn Balor's music hits, and he comes out and he says, Foley, who do you think you are? You don't think I know these things? You just came back to Mayhem to tell me how stupid and ignorant I am? Foley, you've always been too stupid for your own good. And tonight is no different. And on the apron surrounding Foley is Jay White and the Good Brothers. Finn Balor jumps on the apron and the four men enter the ring and begin to just put the boots to, uh, to Mick Foley. Finn Balor rolls out of the ring. He grabs a steel chair. He goes to place it on his oh, ankle, no. but he stops. And instead, he places it on the neck of Mick Foley. He climbs to the top row, but all of a sudden, the crowd is, is, is in a fury and is in a frenzy. John Moxley is on his way out to the ring, limping with a steel chair in hand. Um, Jay White comes running out to stop him, but he eats a steel chair to the head. Gallows and Anderson try to stop him, but they both eat steel chairs. Balor bails from the ring as Moxley is checking on Foley. He grabs the microphone and he says, Finn, you've crossed the line for the final time. Regal said I could pick whatever stipulation I want. And I finally decided one-on-one end of the line inside hell in a cell. And Finn Balor is freaking out on the ramp as Moxley checks on Foley as we take a commercial break. Uh, We come back from break and Triple H's music plays. I don't have time to play all this. Triple H's music plays and he says, I know everyone thinks I've got no one to fight for me, but uh, I always have a plan. And that plan is finally coming together because I have finally found someone who will step up and face Seth Rollins at the end of the line. And that man is none other than MJF. Max has assured me that he will do whatever he can to win. And as a thank you, he will become the number one contender for the world championship on my first day as general manager. So MJF, why don't you come out here and celebrate with me? MJF music plays and... It still plays, and there's no MJF. We're waiting on MJF, and Triple H cuts the, says, cut the music, cut the music. Sorry again. Maybe he just missed it. They play it again. All of a sudden, a cameraman comes running through Gorilla as security is trying to stop some kind of... Wait a minute. That's Seth Rollins. He's got MJF down on the ground with a steel chair around his neck. He is trying to get up, but Seth breaks free and hits a curb stomp on the chair. Seth Rollins has taken MJF out, and Seth is standing in front of the camera as Pat McAfee is laughing. He says, sorry about that, Hunter, but uh, I hope you have a plan B as he starts laughing maniacally here tonight oh as we cut goodness. to commercial break a lot of a lot of chair action a lot tonight. of chair action tonight. a lot of broken neck um we come back from commercial break backstage we see regal in his office when triple h busts in the door he says regal did you see that what are you going to do about it regal says you know most of the time i would do something about it but after everything you've done to seth you had this coming but here's the deal if you can't find anyone to fight for you you will automatically lose and are fired so figure it out <laughs> Rough night here for Triple H. It's, it's time for the main event as New Day's music hits and they are dancing around. And then here come the Bullet Club. We don't have time to play all the music. Everybody's in the ring. The bell rings and Anderson and Kingston are the legal men to start this off. Carl gets the early advantage by sending Kofi um, off the ropes and taking him out with a sling blade. He throws Kofi into the corner, tags in Gallows, and the two men just put the boots to Kofi in the corner. Gallows pulls Kofi up and grabs him by the neck and drills him with a choke slam, covers him one, two. Xavier Woods, though, is in to break up the pin. Anderson tries to send Xavier out of the ring, but Woods reverses it and sends him out of the ring instead. Gallows, though, clotheslines Xavier out of the ring over the top rope, but turns around into a trouble in paradise, knocking him to the floor. Kofi shoots off the ropes and just takes everyone out with a tope con hilo. Um, <coughs> who will face the Young Bucks as we take our final commercial break? Five minutes. <coughs> <coughs> We come back from commercial break and Gallows has Woods in a rest hold, kind of Randy Orton style, locking it in real deep. Woods is trying to pull himself up, but Gallows shoots him off the ropes, takes him out with a big boot. Kofi tries to get involved, but Anderson rolls in the ring and hits a cutter on Kofi, taking him out. Um, They go for the boot of doom, but Woods breaks free, shoves Gallows into Anderson, rolls up Gallows, one, two, Gallows kicks out. Woods hits a rolling forearm on Gallows, Um, who then climbs to the top rope, goes for an elbow, but Gallows catches him as Anderson slides back into the ring. They hit the boot of doom. They cover him one, two, three. The Good Brothers get the win here tonight and are moving on to face the Young Bucks at the end of the line. And they are celebrating 
in the ring. But wait a minute, Adam Cole and the Undisputed Era, they're back and they chop the back of the Good Brothers' knees as Cole drops the boom on both men at the same time. All of a sudden, here comes AJ Styles to the ring. He tries to hit a phenomenal forearm on Adam Cole, but he gets dropped with a super kick in midair. Adam Cole goes to the uh, corner, climbs to the second rope, Undisputed Era hold AJ up, and then he takes him out with a Panama Sunrise. The Undisputed Era is standing tall tonight, but will the club have a response? Join us next week as we fight for glory. I'm glad you had the music because I did not have it ready. <laughs> I got you queued up. There you go. There you go. Man, nice show. Lots of violence on that show. My goodness. Yeah, the music queued up. I was ready for it. Should have played era music, but I didn't have that one readily available. Um, Good stuff, man. Really enjoyed it. I cannot believe all season I did not do a promo of story time with Adam Cole. Yeah. Can't believe I didn't do that. You didn't do it. I was like, you know what, man? I'm just going to take the opportunity. Dang it. I can't believe I haven't done that, man. I mean, I've got. Couple more shows, so yeah, yeah. maybe we'll yeah. get one in there. <laughs> Man, uh, really good. Thank you. Thank Very you. much enjoyed it. Uh, My card is officially set for another one. Okay, so we're going to go over that at the end of the show. So okay. remind me after I do my show, we'll go over the end of the line okay. and we'll go over uh, next week's yep. if it's all set because. Yep. Full disclosure, by the end of my show, there will still be one match for end of the line that is not set, but you can figure it out. Right. All right. So we'll go over that at the end of the show. Really good. Uh, Kevin Owens versus Batista is something I really want to see now. Yeah. I kind of got, when I was doing this, I was like, I want it to be what Kevin Owens and Goldberg should have been. Sure. (laughs) Not what it was, but what it should have been. Yep. So that's, that's kind of the mindset I have coming into that one. I'm with you. Very good. Very good show. I enjoyed it. Great stuff. All right. Rough night for Triple H. Rough night for Triple H, man. My goodness. Holy cow. All right. You were pushing time. I think you made it to like 27 minutes. <laughs> okay. uh, that's probably about where I'm going to live, if not a little, um, I don't know, uh, if not a little more. Okay. <laughs> we will see. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, I just played Adam Cole, so I think we're good on the music front. Okay, here we go. Revolution brand, 30 minutes on the clock. Here we go. All right. No show intro this week. We open to a shot of our interim general manager, Shawn Michaels, in the ring with a table and the contract for the Revolution brand's main event at the end of the line pay-per-view. The crowd is buzzing in anticipation here. But before Shawn can even speak, our camera's cut to the parking lot. A brawl has broken out in the parking lot. Brian Myers and Britt Baker have seemingly jumped Matt Cardona and Chelsea Green as they were coming into the arena. It is pure mayhem back there. Backstage personnel and officials are trying to get in between them. It has taken a lot to keep these four apart. We cut back to the ring, and Sean says, well, I'll tell you what. I know those two singles matches are official for End of the Line, but how about next week at Eve of Destruction, we get a little mixed tag action. How about Brian Myers and Britt Baker taking on Matt Cardona and Chelsea Green? That sounds like a good plan. All right. Now, where were we? Oh, yeah. The contract signing. Let me introduce our participants. Cody Rhodes and Randy Orton make their entrances. Roman Reigns and The Rock make their entrances with the Usos and Paul Heyman. Not going to play all that music. Here we go. They sit down and Sean says, all right, guys, I'm no dummy. I know how these things go. We saw a lot of chaos in the main event last week, so I expect nothing less here. So can we please just sign this contract? I'll get out of your way and let y'all just have at it. Randy Orton says, well, Sean, you're going to need to hang out here for a minute. Because we're going to have to make some amendments to this contract. Cody and I are not getting in the ring with these guys without some assurance that the Usos and Paul Heyman aren't going to get involved. In fact, they should be barred from the ringside area, and this match should be a no-holds-barred tornado tag match. Sean says, well, as long as the bloodline agrees to that, I I think we can make that happen. Roman says, whoa, whoa, not so fast. I mean, sure, Rock and I don't need the Usos and Heyman or any rules to beat you guys. All that's fine. But Rock and I aren't signing this contract until we get what we want. And what we want, well, what I want is Cody Rhodes. 
next week at Eve of Destruction for the World Heavyweight Championship, a title that rightfully belongs to the Tribal Chief. Sean says, well, Roman, you know, I don't know. You see, Cody interrupts. He says, Sean, with all due respect, I got this. Roman, when I won this title, I promised that I would wear it proudly and I would defend it every chance I got. And then when I came over from the Mayhem brand, the one guy I knew that I needed to prove myself against is you. So next week, I'll be glad to put this title on the line. Sean says, well, all right, I guess both parties have agreed. Now, can we please sign this contract? All four men sign it. Sean sees himself out, and the brawl begins. Here we go. (laughs) Sean just turns his back, throws his hands in the air, and walks up the ramp as referees and security sprint to the ring past him. They finally get in the ring, restore order. Cody's suit is ripped. Roman's hair is messed up. These guys want to get after each other in the worst way. But what a bombshell. What a main event for next week's Eve of Destruction. We're going to try to sort all of this craziness out as we head to commercial break. We are back here, and before we get in the ring, we have to show you what happened during our commercial break. Again, we see the parking lot, security, and backstage personnel. PBWF needs to hire some more security. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. They're, they're at the door trying to hold AJ Styles, Luke Gallows, and Carl Anderson out of the building. They're trying to get in. Adam Cole, Kyle O'Reilly, and Bobby Fish are there. They're trying to get to the Bullet Club. Revolution personnel are just having a hard time keeping these guys apart after Adam Cole showed up on Mayhem last week. Chaos in the backstage area. We haven't even had a match yet. But that's going to change. Back to the ring. (laughs) The Usos have remained out here after the contract signing. Order has, I think, been restored. It is time for our opening contest. And here come the Revolution World Tag Team Champions, Ray Phoenix, Penta El Cero Miedo, the Lucha Brothers. Kicking us off here in singles action. Penta is going to take on Jimmy Uso. Bell sounds. Here we go. A nice preview of what's to come next week. They are nose to nose here. The crowd is getting behind them. Jay jumps up on the apron. Both he and Jimmy raise the one finger to the crowd. They do it with them. But as soon as he does, Penta puts his hand in his face. And the crowd is right there with him yelling, Seto, Miedo. And the fight is on. These two are trading rights and lefts. Penta catches Jimmy, sweeps the legs, takes him down, goes for a leg drop. Jimmy out of the way, off the ropes, sliding clothesline. First cover of the match, but only a one count. Both men are up, face-to-face again, back to square one here. They lock up. Jimmy goes behind. Penta reverses, pushes Jimmy to the ropes, going for the O'Connor roll, but Jimmy holds on. Penta charges back in. Jimmy goes for a super kick, but Penta catches it. Step over, spin kick to the face, knocking Jimmy to the apron. Penta goes out to meet him. The two just start trading vicious chops back and forth. Penta catches one of Jimmy's chops. Super kick to the gut. Penta hooks Jimmy. Package pile driver on the apron, sending both men crashing to the floor as we take a commercial break. We are back. Tail end of this one. It's been all Penta here, but Jimmy, he just hasn't recovered from that package pile driver. Penta gets Jimmy up, sits him on the middle rope. He's facing the turnbuckles. Penta to the top rope, diving double foot stomp on Jimmy Uso. He covers him one, two, shoulder up here. Penta very frustrated, going to set Jimmy up for that package pile driver again, but Jimmy counters back body drop. Jimmy's off the ropes, flying shoulder block. Off the ropes again, goes for a clothesline, Penta ducks, he's off the ropes, sling blade onto Jimmy Uso, and another one. Penta goes for a third, but Jimmy catches him in midair, spins him around, back suplex. Both men selling up to their feet, Penta's in the corner, big splash by Jimmy Uso. Penta staggers out, Jimmy pops him up, catches him with that pop-up Samoan drop, covers him one, two, Kick out. What a match this has been. Back and forth. Jimmy going to the top rope for the big Uso splash. But Phoenix is up on the apron. 
Jay Uso is up on the apron. They start fighting. They shake the ropes enough. Crotches Jimmy on the top turnbuckle. Penta climbs up, gets adjusted. Canadian Destroyer from the top rope onto Jimmy Uso. The cover one, two, three. Penta picking up the big win here. It's going to be Jay Uso versus Ray Phoenix, who are already fighting on the floor. That match is going to happen after this commercial break. We are back, and this one actually still has not gotten started. Jey Uso and Ray Phoenix are fighting on the outside. They've spilled <laughs> over into the crowd, just throwing chairs and garbage cans at each other. Finally, Phoenix throws Jay over the barricade to the ringside area. Penta gets ahead of steam, flips over the barricade, looking for the rolling cutter, but as he gets up, super kick from Jimmy Uso, who is finally recovered. Jimmy turns around. Penta hits him with a super kick as well. Penta goes to throw Jimmy into the steps. Jimmy reverses. Penta eats the steps. Jay recovers. They pick up Penta. 1D by the Usos on the steel steps to Penta. Jay turns around. Phoenix is up. He runs across the top of the barricade, catches Jay with a hurricane rana. He tosses Jay into the ring. The bell finally sounds. This one is underway. Phoenix springboards in from the top. Shotgun drop kick, taking Jay Uso back down. Jay selling up to his feet. Phoenix with another springboard off the middle rope. Twisting drop kick. Makes the cover. One, two. Jay kicks out. Both men get to their feet now. Phoenix handspring off the middle rope, but Jay super kick from behind to the back of the head. Jay up to the top rope, goes for a crossbody, but Phoenix catches him. Drop kick in midair. Both men are down. What a move as we head to commercial break. We are back here nearing the end of this one. What a back and forth match this has been. Jey Uso and Ray Phoenix. And what a tag match we're going to see next week for the tag titles at Eve of Destruction. Phoenix is up on the top rope, goes for a crossbody, but Jay rolls through, stands up, big power slam. Jay off the ropes, big leg drop, covers him. One, two, kick out by Phoenix. Jay picks him up, shoots Phoenix off the ropes, going for that pop-up Samoan drop again. But as he pops him up, Phoenix catches Jay with a super kick to the head that rocks him. Phoenix grabs Jay's arm, runs to the corner, triple jump, arm drag. Jay charges back in. Phoenix rolling flip, hits that rolling cutter with a cover. One, two. Jay gets the shoulder up at the last second. Jay now trying to stagger to his feet. Phoenix going for a roundhouse kick, but Jay dodges it by laying down. But Phoenix standing moonsault. He picks Jay back up, looking like a, a razor's edge position here, but he drops Jay backwards right on his face. Phoenix going to the top rope now. Frog splash, but nobody's home. Big time crash and burn. Jay gets up. Penta stagger, or sorry, Phoenix staggers up. Jay with a super kick to the gut. Uppercut to the face, super kick, but Phoenix catches it this time, spins him around. Jay hits an Insiguri. Jay going to the top rope now, but he is wasting time, enough time for Phoenix to recover. Springboard super kick that rocks Jay on the top rope. He is staggered there. Phoenix gets up on the apron. He springboards up for a hurricane runner, but Jay holds on, and Phoenix eats the mat hard. Jay recovers. Big Uso splash. He covers him. One, two, three. Jay Uso picking up the big win here. These matches are split one and one. The rubber match coming up next week for the tag team titles at Eve of Destruction. We are backstage now. Sorry. They're back. Little, little, <laughs> little mishap. Uh, we're backstage and we see Cody and Randy Orton headed into their locker room. And when they open the door, Sting is standing there. Cody and Sting eye to eye here. Sting says, great to see you, Cody. And he hugs Cody. He shakes Randy Orton's hand. Cody says, great to see you again, Sting. Thanks again for our incredible match. I haven't seen you since. And Sting said, hey, yeah, man, it, it, was, it was great. You've got you got bigger problems now with Roman. You got to focus on that. And hey, Cody, at least you dodged a bullet with that buckle bomb from Seth. That could really mess you up, man. <laughs> Cody says, "Yeah, I guess I did, but I'm up for the I'm up for the challenge with Roman." Sting says, "Yeah, I hope you are." As he looks at the title on Cody's shoulder, and Sting says, "Man, that big gold belt looks just as good as you on you as it did on your dad." 
Glad you've had the chance to hold that title, but I'm sure it won't be easy to hold on to. As Sting slaps the title a couple of times, stares at Cody and walks away as we head to commercial break. Interesting. We are back here on Revolution and coming. Corey Graves interrupts and he says, that's right, Tom Hannafin, shut your mouth. It is time for the moment we have all been waiting for. It's time for me to call out that broadcasting wannabe. Corey Graves, I guess you heard it. He steps in the ring. It's time for the electric chair for the first time here on Revolution, hosted by our own Corey Graves and his wife, Carmella. Corey has the mic and he says, I grew up in God's country, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. And I had an incredible childhood, mostly because of the place that I lived. And, you know, I love it so much that I still live there. But one of the things I hated about my childhood was this young, brash, snot-nosed kid that lived just three miles away from me. He always tried to stick his nose in my family's business. And that kid was Pat McAfee. And for years, we went our separate ways, and I didn't think I'd have to run into him anymore until WWE. That joker tried to steal my spotlight, and then when PBWF formed, he followed me here too. It's time to put an end to all this. So ahead of our match at the end of the line, I've invited Pat to come to the show tonight to be a guest on the first edition of The Electric Chair. So, Pat, if you would be so kind, oh, well, say no more. Here he comes, the color commentator for the Mayhem brand, all-pro NFL punter, Pat McAfee, headed to the ring. Pat sits down. He picks up a microphone. But before he can even speak, Carmella says, no, no, honey, this is is Corey's show. You only speak when you're spoken to. Corey laughs and he says, she's right, you know. Pat, I just don't get it, man. You've had a problem with me since we were kids, always wanting to be me, following me everywhere. And then back at SummerSlam after you beat Corbin, you disrespected me. And on Mayhem, you're taking shots at my wife who's done nothing to you. Call us losers. Man, what is your problem? Pat says, can I speak now? (laughs) Corey nods. Pat says, okay, so first of all, your wife is one of the worst wrestlers I've ever seen. So my comments are completely justified. And secondly, Corey, don't pretend to play the victim here. Don't try and make everyone think that I'm attacking you when you know full well that you've been a douchebag to me since we were kids. (laughs) Did I want to be you? Of course I wanted to be you. You've got the coolest job in the world, and I'm blessed to now be here. Corey cuts him off, and he says, Cut the BS, McAfee. You're full of crap. And as far as my wife goes, she could wrestle circles around you and tie you up into a freaking pretzel. McAfee laughs and says, Okay. Corey says, Oh, you don't believe me? And Mella slaps Pat McAfee in the face. McAfee starts laughing again and he starts to respond, but Mella hits him with a super kick, knocking him out of his chair to the outside. Corey and Mella are just laughing hysterically in the ring, but Pat still has his microphone. He says, all right, I see how this game is played. Next week, the contract signing for this match is happening on Mayhem. You losers better believe the odds are going to be even next week. What does Pat McAfee mean by that? This contract signing certainly just got more interesting as we have to take a commercial break. I don't even know who's bringing yet. <laughs> we will find out, Ollie. <laughs> Pat McAfee got some tricks up his sleeve. He does. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back. And before we go any further, we want to let you know that next week's Eve of Destruction is going to be an incredible precursor to what's coming up at the end of the line. As you heard earlier. What? <laughs> what is this? This is not on our format. What is Jeff Jarrett doing here? Jeff Jarrett has a mic. I guess he's got something to say. And Jeff says, 
Listen up, slap nuts. I've heard all this talk about the end of the line, and I haven't heard Jeff Jarrett's name mentioned once, and that's an absolute travesty. And even next week for Eve of Destruction, not once has anybody talked about the last outlaw. I deserve better. I'm the chosen one. I've paid my dues, and I've earned my spot. So I'm taking matters into my own hands. I'm issuing an open challenge to anyone in the back. Come out here and face me right now. Silence. Jeff says, come on. Who's it going to be? You think you know me. Oh, man. Well, here comes a man that feels he's got something to prove, I guess. He's paid his dues. He's a legend in this business. The rated R superstar, Edge. Here we go. The bell sounds. Jeff's putting his guitar on the outside of the ring, taking off his ring jacket. Turns around, spear! Edge hits him with a spear! The referee counts one, two, three! Edge picking up a big win! So much for earning your spot. He's celebrating. Jeff Jarrett grabs a microphone on the outside of the ring. He says, wait, wait a minute. I wasn't ready. Come on, I wasn't ready. Edge, if you've got any guts, let's restart this thing. Edge actually seems receptive to the idea. We'll find out what happens after this commercial break. We are back, and it looks like this match has been restarted. Jeff Jarrett versus Edge again. These guys have some history. Edge actually defeated Jeff Jarrett in Toronto back in 99 to win his first ever Intercontinental Championship. But unlike that match, Jeff Jarrett's in full control. He's just wearing Edge out here. Jeff going for the figure four. Edge gets Paul Smackage. I'm, I'm in a small package on Jarrett. One, two, kick out. Both men to their feet. Edge going for a spear. Jarrett boots him in the face. Starts delivering those signature right hands. Shoots Edge off the ropes. Going for a dropkick. Edge catches him and slingshots Jarrett over the top rope. But Jarrett lands on the apron. Staggering up to his feet. Edge charges in. Looking for that spear. But Jarrett gets the knees up. Sunset flip onto Edge. One, two. Edge rolls free. Both men up. Thumb to the eye by Jeff Jarrett. Looks like Jarrett's going for the stroke, but Edge, elbow to the gut, breaks out, picks Jarrett up on his shoulders, drives him face first, electric chair drop by Edge. He picks up Jeff. He's setting him up for that DDT, but as he lifts him up, Jarrett counters atomic drop, follows it up with a devastating spike pile driver on Edge's surgically repaired neck. Jeff picks him up, hits the stroke, center of the ring. One, two, three. Jeff Jarrett issuing the open challenge, picking up the victory here. Even though it was the second time, he was ready, I guess. Big statement win as we head to commercial break. Wow. We are back from commercial. Backstage hallway here, we see Edge walk into the locker room and Christian catches up with him. Christian asks him how he's feeling. He says, I'm hurting pretty bad, man. You know, you and I, we just haven't been able to get on track lately. And I just got dropped on my head, so I got to get checked out. And maybe Cardona was right last week. Maybe it's time that you and I hang the boots up. Christian says, whoa, man, I I don't think you need to go that far. Maybe we've just had a string of bad luck. Edge says, you know, call it what you will, but I need some time to think about my future in the business. Christian sighs and he says, you know, that's probably the thing the best thing for both of us to do. But I've got one more idea. Several years back, both of us seemingly got our careers cut short, not been able to go out the way we want to. So if we're contemplating hanging the boots up, let's at least go out the way we want to. You and me, best friends, hooking it up one more time at end of the line. What do you say? Ed says, I couldn't have asked for anything better. You're on, man. What an announcement for end of the line. Two of the, of the biggest legends going out on their terms. We cut to the ring here. It's time for Miz TV. Miz, Maurice, and Ric Flair are in the ring. And Miz says, you know, over the last couple of weeks, there's been a lot of chatter surrounding the Intercontinental title, the way I won it, and even more chatter about the way I lost it. You see, a month ago, I started to lose my way, and then Ric Flair gave me a phone call and helped me get back on track. He helped me remember that I am the A-lister, and nobody can touch me. But then things started going sideways, man. Shawn Michaels forced me to defend the Intercontinental title, and I lost. And I know mistakes are made, and those are forgivable, but the reality is something has just 
off. And I can't quite put my finger on it. Let's just say this. I know it's not my fault because I'm the Miz and I'm awesome. And let's face it, it's not Maurice's fault, my lovely wife, because I can't afford child support. Miz turns around and he decks Ric Flair and he says, you're the problem. It's your fault. Miz gets down and he starts wailing away on Ric Flair. He reaches into Flair's pocket. He gets his brass nugs out and he just starts pounding away on Ric Flair, busting him wide open. Miz grabs the mic and he says, you're worthless, Rick. You're nothing. You're out here trying to make a buck, ride my coattails in order to stay relevant. I got news for you. Your bed at the retirement home is still open. I suggest you head back there because your services are no longer needed here. The Miz letting out all of his anger here. He and Maurice are headed up the ramp, and all of a sudden you hear, Miz. Hey, Miz. Oh, no, Ric Flair has a microphone. Miz, I just want to say that I'm sorry. I truly am. I had every intention of helping you regain your confidence when I came back, and I guess I did that. But I wanted you to get back to being the A-lister, which you are, but Miz, the one thing you're not is the man. And I believe the greatest world champion of all time once said, to be the man, (laughs) you've got to beat the man. And Miz, I am still the man. And I may not be as good as I once was. I'm certainly not as good. I can certainly be good once as I ever was. So next week, Eve of Destruction, Miz, (laughs) you're going one-on-one with the nature boy, Ric Flair. Woo! What a challenge we have just heard. Hopefully we can get some confirmation on that as we have to head to our commercial break. All right, we are back. It is time to head up to the ring for our main event tonight. Representing the Aces and Eights, accompanied by Taz and Bully Ray, it's Bobby Roode, it's James Storm, it's Beer Money. And this is a team we have not seen together since very early on in season one. They agreed to show to go their separate ways, but fate has brought them back together tonight. Johnny Gargano and Tommaso Ciampa, DIY. The bell sounds here. We are underway. Gargano and James Storm starting us off. Series of lockups and exchanges. Storm trying to use his power, but Gargano using his quickness. Repeated drop kicks to the knee, but can't get Storm off his feet. Gargano off his off the ropes. Big boot by Storm. Storm goes to the middle buckle, going for a blockbuster, but Gargano quickly up. Hits an insiguri. Rude with the blind tag. Gargano springs up. Hurricane Rana on James Storm, but as soon as he gets up, Big time spine buster by Bobby Roode. First cover of the match. One, two, kick out. Roode is trying to wear Gargano down here. But again, Gargano fighting back with his quickness. Martial arts kicks to the leg. Goes for a big right hand. Roode blocks it. And he spins Gargano around. But Gargano with that discus clothesline. Roode staggers to his feet. Gargano catches him. Jumping neck breaker from behind. Gargano out to the apron. Looks like he's set up for that slingshot spear. He launches, but Root catches him. Glorious DDT in midair. The cover, one, two. Champa's in to break it up. few minutes go by. Bobby Root is still wearing Johnny down. Johnny creates some separation. Finally able to make the tag. Here comes Champa. but wait a minute. The referee's waving it off. He's holding Champa back. He missed the tag. The ref was distracted by James Storm. Incredibly unfortunate here. Gargano desperately needs to get out. Rude chucks Gargano over the top rope. Storm and Rude are distracting the referee. Gargano to his feet, but Bully Ray with a Baba Cutter on the outside. Champa is incredibly furious. He's trying to get over there, but the ref is trying to reason with him. Gargano is in a bad way as we take our final commercial break four minutes 
We are back towards the tail end of this one. It's been all beer money. Storm tags Root in. They're setting Gargano up for that suplex powerbomb combo finisher. They get him up. Gargano reverses into a Hurricane Rana. Root charges in. Gargano rolls through and he finally makes the tag. Here comes Champa. House of Fire. Big clotheslines to both guys. Big knee lifts to both guys. Champa to the middle rope. Double missile drop kick. Champa grabs Storm. He chucks him to the outside of the ring. Turns around Root. Kick to the gut. Going for the DDT. But Gargano's up. Super kick to Root. Off the ropes. Suicide dive onto James Storm by Johnny Gargano. Back in the ring. Champa follows up with a huge knee strike to the face of Bobby Root. He picks him up for Project Champa. Root slips behind. Tries to get a spine buster on Champa. But Champa counters. Rolls him up. Sunset flip. One. Two, Rude rolls out. He charges. He ducks Champa's clothesline. Off the other ropes, ducks another clothesline. But Rude is caught. Slingshot spear from Gargano. This time he connects it. Champa picks Rude up. Fairy tale ending. The cover. One, two, three. That is it. But no celebration. Bully Ray has hit the ring with Tommy Dreamer. There's Santana, Killer Cross, and Ortiz. James Storm is back in the ring. It is a mugging here. Gargano and Champa are trying to find off the aces and ace but it is too much just a beat down here aces and ace roll them to the outside they clear off the announce table they lay champa on it bully ray gets on top of the barricade oh don't tell me this could be bad wait a minute cross and dreamer lift gargano up bully's got him sit down powerbomb to gargano onto champa through the table what a chaotic scene here as we sign off what a night here on revolution we will see you next week at eve of destruction Wow. Um, <laughs> Flair getting a match was not on my radar at all. Full, at dis- all. full disclosure, at the beginning of this season, it wasn't on my radar either. That's amazing. But here we are. That's amazing. <laughs> Jeff Jarrett getting a win after losing was the most Jeff Jarrett thing in the world. Well, you um, know. That's ain't, great. Ain't he great? That was great. Jeff Jarrett making his return. Oh, man. Corey Graves, Pat McAfee. Corey Graves, Pat McAfee. That was great. Some fun stuff. Yeah. I love that Sean was just like, we're going to fight anyway, so let's just get this over with. Exactly. I'm just going to leave. All right. So speaking of that, our cards for next week, you've got Fight for Glory. I have Eva Destruction. Hit us with your card for Fight for Glory first, and then we'll move to the pay-per-view. Fight for Glory, we have the ladder match for the Pure Wrestling Championship. Swerve Strickland is defending against, let's see if I can do this off memory, uh, Miro... Uh, Walter, uh, Eddie Kingston, Sami Zayn, uh, Bobby Lashley, Bobby Lashley, and Keith Lee. Keith Lee. Yep, and then Swerve. So, uh, big big boys and a couple little boys in there. It's gonna be a lot of fun. Um, Kenny Omega is facing John Cena uh, in a dream match of all dream matches. Uh, Becky Lynch is defending the Women's World Heavyweight Championship against Ruby Soho. Wardlow is facing Samoa Joe in a last man standing match. And then as announced on Revolution, contract signing for Pat McAfee versus Corey Graves. There we go. All right. I had a segment where I was going to run through my card, but as I saw that I was cutting close (laughs) to time, I cut it. So here we go. Um, Eve of Destruction coming up next week. We have got for the World Heavyweight Championship, Roman Reigns versus Cody Rhodes, one-on-one mixed tag team match, which I'll see if our <laughs> GM will adopt your rules. <laughs> it's going to be Matt Cardona and Chelsea Green against Britt Baker and Brian Myers. Mm-hmm. We're going to see the Nature Boy, Ric Flair, and The Miz, one-on-one. We're going to see the Lucha Brothers and the Usos for the tag team titles, those are the matches. I'm sure there's going to be some other stuff yeah. sprinkled in. Yeah, there's going to be some other stuff on my yeah, show. Let's, no, no. let's see what happens. Yeah. Uh, you know, there's. You know, I didn't mention anything about Adam Cole. I didn't mention anything yeah. about Corey Graves. So they'll, yeah. they'll, there will be some things. <laughs> All right. Speaking of that, that leads us to the end of the line pay-per-view. Yeah. I will go ahead and announce my card. There is one match that is not official that, you can guess by the end of Revolution mm-hmm. what that match is going to be. Mm-hmm. We'll probably make that one official next week. <laughs> um, but we have 
the humongous dream tag team match, Randy Orton and Cody Rhodes mm -hmm. taking on Roman Reigns and The Rock. We have in a barbaric steel cage match for the Intercontinental Championship, we have Matt Cardona versus Brian Myers. Mm -hmm. And then for the Women's Championship, we have Dr. Britt Baker and Chelsea Green one-on-one. -on -one. Our interpromotional matches, we have Pat McAfee going one-on-one -on -one against Corey Graves. And then the other one hasn't been made official yet, but... You can guess where it's headed. Yeah, yeah. And then on uh, Mayhem's side, all four have been announced for end of the line. Uh, Bray Wyatt versus Malachi Black, Malachi Black, bringing that one back from, I think it was the second, technically it was the first pay-per-view we established the second pay-per-view they had a match. Yes. Um, <clears throat> bringing that one back. Um, the Young Bucks are defending the tag team championships against the Good Brothers. Um, and then... Uh, Chris Jericho versus Kevin Owens. If Chris Jericho loses, he is forced to retire for good. And then for the PBWF Mayhem World Heavyweight Championship, John Moxley defending against Finn Balor inside Hell in a Cell. There we go. The card is set. The order is not established. It is not we'll established. Figure it out. No, mm. we'll, we'll, we'll figure that out. And then I forgot one. And then Seth Rollins yes, is Seth facing Rollins whoever. Triple H's. Yeah, it was going to be MJF, but apparently not because, you know, he snapped the neck of MJF, but it stomped at the chair. Very interesting. Yeah. All right. So it's going to be a lot of fun. That pay-per-view is two weeks away. Next week is our final TV before the pay-per-view. Yep. So if you're just now checking us out, we've got almost six months of this stuff. Everything has been building to this. There have been storylines like Gargano and Champa, like Bray and Malachi, um, like uh, Britt and Chelsea, all of these storylines, Seth and Triple H. Yep. All these storylines started way back when, so you want to go find out what happened, why this has been building, how it's been built all the way. Make sure you do that. Uh, it's in our feed. All the episodes are available in our archives. Yeah, literally the first segment of my show was Seth and Triple H. So literally from the beginning of Mayhem to now, we, are, we have been building to this. And the, I mean, everybody knows the history of Matt Cardona and Brian yeah. Myers, so that that's that's self-explanatory yep. but my first segment on revolution there's not a clear way that we're getting back to that right now but right you're gonna see it yeah in a couple of weeks yep. so just get ready anywho beside the point don't want to give away too many spoilers <laughs> once you ought to listen and be surprised and all that kind of fun stuff all right for mr andy york my name is chris belcher make sure you're following us at pbw podcast on facebook twitter and instagram thanks for hanging out with us on this edition of the pbwf our fantasy booking show we will catch you guys down the road